Welcome to the Bridge Nine Podcast, episode number eight. I'm Tyler. I'm Brian. I'm Ryan. Wow. Here we are, back again. It's almost Christmas. Feeling that holiday spirit. <laughs> oh yeah, we're feeling it. Are you feeling good? Yeah, I'm feeling wonderful. How's your morale? My morale is great on this Hi? overcast Tuesday You're not looking, you're not looking good. What? You're not look, looking good. Why aren't I looking good? I don't know. You look very pale. Your hair looks weird. Well, you guys just shit on me for 15 minutes prior to the podcast <laughs> recording, so... That's not true. I don't know. I think I'm those exactly are... supposed to feel like a million bucks. <laughs> those are encouraging words, Yeah, I believe. You are wearing Christmas sweater, so... You are. You're in the spirit. It's not actually a Christmas sweater. It just sort of resembles one. I think that's a Christmas sweater. It could pass as one, but it's, it's, it's not. You could wear that to Christmas and... And no one would be the wiser? Yeah. But it I looks could. weird not at Christmas as well. Are you going to wear that to the Christmas party? Am I going to wear this in two days? That yeah. wasn't the plan. What are you going to wear to the Christmas party? Well, you have, I'm going to wear. He already has his outfit wear, selected. It's more wear? that Ryan was hassling me to wear this like specific shirt. and <laughs> I probably wouldn't hear the end of it if I didn't wear what it. Is so I'm just going to wear it to shut him his, up. His H&M button down. Short sleeve button down. Short sleeve button down? Yeah. Is this the pill dealer shirt? <laughs> no. Not it's, the pill dealer shirt. It's like shirt. the vaguely plaid one. I don't know. Have I seen it before? Yeah. Listen, there's going to be a lot of women at this party. Schultz is trying to fall in love. I'm not trying to fall in love. You would like I'm not to. not trying to do anything. You would like to. Not, would you not prefer to fall in love? Would you like to fall in love? I kind of hope I don't meet anybody at this party now because then they're going to listen to this podcast Wait. Friday. And how do you know? They gonna fucking how does to everybody it? that you come in contact with <laughs> listen to this podcast regardless of who they are and how recently you've met I'm them. just trying not to underestimate our popularity here. So what are you, what are we wearing to the party? There's going to be a lot of women there, ages 25 to 30. That's our perfect age range. Our perfect mm-hmm. age range? Yeah. I think in an ideal world, your age range would be like 16 to 20. Wow, that's, that's funny, man. That's, yeah. usually what? What, that's usually what he that's goes what for. That's what you shoot for. That's, I shoot for being a sex offender? I don't think <laughs> I so. I didn't say that. It's not. Can you carry on a romantic relationship with a 16-year-old if you don't do anything? I don't think so. What you can't? If you don't, you what do you mean? If you don't do anything, like what is you, not doing anything. If you resist the urge to do anything sexual oh. until like she's eighteen, could you do that legally? I think nobody would trust you. That it's the scenario that you're involved in. But yes, I, I guess you could. Oh. Well, I just think that's I don't your think ideal situation. Parental or societal approval, but these girls are going to be his that, age. Good luck with They're going to be your age. Mature. So what are we, what yes, are we wearing? I'm aware. So what are we wearing? That. That, that shirt. No, like, give me the whole rundown. The, the whole, whole rundown? Yeah. Every item of clothing you need yes. to know. Yes. We discussed this at lunch, though. I don't remember. <laughs> you went through it very briefly. Same shoes though. I'm wearing. All right. What are those Same shoes? Same style. What the are Sears these shoes? shoes? The Explain Sears them. shoes. Got them at Sears? Sure. Like two, three years ago. Sears. Did Bonnie buy them for you? No, I bought them myself. Oh, Bonnie bought you the boots. Correct. All right. What else? The same style of black socks I'm currently wearing. What do you mean, same style? Let me it's see your just sock? Like a fucking Hanes crew black sock. That's All it. Right. It's a good sock. Thanks. I'm glad we, we have your approval here. What else? The same pants? Same pants. Are you going to wash them? Stand up. I just washed these. Those look pretty This good. is my second wearing since washing. Did you wear them yesterday? No. When else did you wear them? What? Did you wear them over the weekend? Sunday. Those are good pants. So Thank you switch you. off I like think so wearing too. pants? Yeah. Why don't you just wear them until they need to be washed again? I like to air them out for a day. 
True. You gotta air out your pants. I don't think it's like a technical <laughs> thing, but it's it's nice to just like let let them take a break for a day. I'm gonna get air yeah, out you know, pants every now I, and then. like you're very kind to your pants. You know what? I take try. the day off. Yeah, yeah, I like that. All right, so we get the with the shoes, the pants, the socks. The what do we do? What kind of underwear? See, like, yeah. What if what if things go really well and you meet someone and maybe she she wants to take you home? This is a big presumption. <clears throat> you yeah, don't wear anything. Any isn't weird that the, isn't that the ideal situation? And how am I going to get to work the next day, Tyler? Maybe she lives right in town. You can like walk, or she'll drop you off. I don't know. Yeah, there's going to be lots of girls here from Peabody. I don't know. You never know what the situation. <laughs> you never know the townies way. And either way, why can't Wander over. either way why can't you drive your car? Going on here. Why can't you drive to her place and then drive to oh, work the next day? Take you home doesn't mean she's going to she's going to kidnap you or anything. You can you can go there. Kidnap me? Yeah, just take you home. You, you I, can still. I'm, you I'm assuming that that a deal has been worked out, so you have a way to get to work the next day. All right. Well, I'm wearing boxer briefs. That's what I plan on wearing. Boxer briefs? What color? Yes. Do they have a little design on them? I don't have a color in mind for that night, Ryan. I feel like dark. You gotta go with dark. Yeah, go with the dark. Alright, I'll I'll keep it in mind. Thanks for the advice. Or dark gray. Alright, what are we wearing for a top? The fucking. What what are you wearing under it? Yeah. A plain gray shirt. Plain Plain gray? I think it's a safe bet. No weird, weird colored old band tee. Right. What about you, Ryan? No plans, right? No plans. Just wearing what you're wearing that day. Oh, probably that I'll same. I'll wear this with a different shirt. Same gray uh, hoodie zip up from American Apparel. Yep. Probably some band shirt. Yep. A band who sounds like poorly recorded '80s hardcore. Yep. Very likely. These these pants. Your uh, dress boots. My boots. My socks. Ankle socks. My ankle socks. Got to show off a little skin, right? Yeah. Yes, I see yeah. your ankles. You're gonna. I think you should cut your hair as well. I don't think I need the haircut that badly. I don't know. Tyler, opinions? I don't know. I don't think you need it, but it would it would improve your chances if you were you know tighten up those sides a little bit. I don't think the size needs. <sighs> See, to See, when you get a haircut, the first the first week or so you get a haircut, you it look looks kinda, a little crazy. You, yeah, you look kind of nuts. <laughs> and it's been getting higher and higher on the back, <laughs> so you have like a very it like bulges out. But in I feel the back like when you get a haircut. I feel like it. You can really see the dent in the, <laughs> the back dent. of your head now. Now you know, I knew this was coming. I feel like you can see the dent more when you get the haircut. Know. Context. Just like I, the hair growing around head. the dent. I don't know the origins. Oh yeah. I just have it. I don't think you can see the dent in my head unless it's pointed out. I can always see the dent in your head because you know about it. It's hard not to notice it. I don't think so. You're the only. Turn to the side real quick. Your, wow. your head just like <laughs> is cut off. It just stops. Like this. Yeah. I really don't think it's that bad. Your head does jet out very far back. <laughs> Straight. You had a dent. What happened? I don't know. Maybe it's from falling out of the tree when I was. What tree? Roughly eight. What years is old. the tree? You have a specific tree? It was a tree in my backyard of the home I grew up in that I frequently climbed. How often? When I was playing outside, usually. Every day? More or less. And you fell out of it? Fell off Why'd the tree. Fell out of the tree. Ten Why'd feet. you fall? Ten feet. You didn't fall ten feet. You, you would have been feet? dead. How old were you? All right, maybe it was like six or seven feet. I don't know. Who were you with? This explains no a lot. It was probably like who a. Who found you? It's probably a family get-together party. Who found you? No one found me. I just got got up right off the ground. You fall onto your head? Yes. You fell onto your head you ten dented, feet out of a tree. You it might have been six head. or seven feet. <laughs> you dented your head and you didn't notice until <laughs> maybe that years wasn't ago. the source of the dent. Maybe what, I was dropped as a baby in, and don't remember. What kind of injuries I did you sustain from this tree? Very possible thing. I, no injuries that I know. You of. 
You fell on you your head ask, out of a tree and you were fine? Yeah. You should ask your mother if she remembers the dent. She doesn't remember. She doesn't? You oh, the, oh the dent? Yeah. yeah. I have no idea. Maybe that explains the out of body visions. You don't think she Maybe. would you don't think trauma. she would notice that you have a dent in the back of your head, her own son? <laughs> like I said, a lot of people don't really notice it. You should fill it in. Fill it in, yeah. reconstructive surgery on my head. Well, maybe, or you can just get a like thing? a like a, get a piece that straps around your chin <laughs> that fills out the back, makes it nice and round. <sighs> that, would, that would make me look much more normal. <laughs> what? Well, you could wear a yarmulke if you were in a bad. That would be right, religious right, person. right, right on the dent. It would be perfect yeah, to cover it up. Do you think that has anything to do with yarmulke? What? We got to figure out why you have a giant dent. So you think you think wearing the yarmulke caused the dent? We'll get we'll get back to that. We'll get to the bottom of this. Anyway, Schultz. How was your weekend? Same old. What'd you do on Friday? Friday, nothing. You, you got guys bailed played. on. I got bailed on? Yeah. I didn't really get bailed on. You got all dressed up. It took you like two I was hours offered, to get ready and then I took boom. ten minutes to do that. I was offered very tentative plans and understood that. But you still chose to get ready and you were waiting by the door. I wasn't waiting by the door hand, hand in hand. Hand in hand? Waiting yeah. by the door. Is that a phrase? No, I don't think so. Regardless, it's fine. You guys played a show in New Hampshire? Yep. It went fairly well? Yep. What did you, you do Saturday? Well, well, I wasn't finished with you. <laughs> you were going to get vegan food at uh, the Portsmouth place, but you didn't. No, everything was closed because they suck. Wow, that's harsh. What's harsh? Ryan's words for the Portsmouth uh, brewery. That was open, but they just sucked. It was open, but they had a little. They cut their menu down or laid that the, menu. They had the idiot menu. The what only the, the only the vegan thing menu? they had was uh, it chips was chips, and chips and dip. But the dip was it was habaneros, carrots, and raisin dip. What the fuck? Yeah, it sounded like horse shit. Horse shit dip. Damn. I told him to go fuck himself. I'm left. sure you did. did. I did. He started waving a gun around. Yeah. But <laughs> the fu- there was a funny part when we did leave, Brian. <laughs> we walked past like the like the bounce. It wasn't really the bouncer, just like the door guy. Beanie, beanie, baby, yeah, bean, bean dip. Um, another shout out to him and the RFC boys. But um, oh, you, oh. You, all right, okay, Sheltsy, you okay. really like take me out of this, you know? <laughs> Make these very jarring things you do. That's my job. Continue. Uh, I don't know if I can. So, so what did you do on Saturday? Oh, you got a story. <laughs> You're walking out of Portsmouth Brewery, walking past the, the doorman. What did you do on Bean Saturday? Dip. I'll tell you when once you tell me this. We're walking out of the place because we decided that there was nothing there for us. We're walking out. And Brian said he had a fake ID, and some guy started running after him. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. That's weird. Yep. What did you do on Saturday? What did you do on Saturday, Schultz? <sighs> Inquiring minds need to know. Yep. Went to a show. What show? Symbols Eat Guitars. What happened at the show? You want to know about the story? Yes. Well, you know about the story, but Tyler wants to know about the story. Yes. Tyler was getting live. Well, people text want to know about from the story. Bean Dip, right? I don't know. We can't reveal our sources. <laughs> we have many sources. Story. We might have already done that. Uh, Go. So me, Jeff Casaza, Alex Hanuri. Whoa, whoa! Her. Did you just hear a stroke? Oh shit! Call <laughs> an ambulance. He's slurring his words. Hurry, Alex Henry. Hurry. Right? Is that how we pronounce Al's last name? I don't. I don't know. I don't know his last name, but Ryan, a little help. I don't know his last name either. I know H E N E R Y. That sounds you... like Henry. Why did you go? I think Henry's like H E N R Y. So Alex. Okay. And Greg Orbel. We're all hanging out. 
And we got accosted by a drunk Canadian woman. How so? How did this come about? That's pretty vague. She kind of came up to us, first to Greg, mm-hmm. asked if he was in the band Alex G. What is that? It's like a... Is that a band that played? Yeah, they were opening. All right. Or he was opening. It's like a guy and he has a backing right. band, more or less. But uh, she asked if he was in the band. He said, no, I'm just doing merch for them. There was a little bit of an exchange there, and then she started talking to the rest of us, and she was going on about how she and her husband flew in from Toronto f- to see Symbol Z guitars because they don't tour up there. Are they a band people like? Are they popular Symbols? Yeah. Uh, the show did fairly well, but didn't sell out. Um, but the people who were there seemed to love them. Kids, people going crazy in the front row, jumping up and down, singing along, finger pointing the whole nine. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. She, I don't even remember what she was going on and on about. But at one point, she's like, she's like, I'm sorry. She's getting hassled by this 33-year-old MILF. And me and Jeff started laughing because we're not really that much older than that. Um, Is she a, does she have a, a child? Was that implying she, she has a child? I, feel I guess like that implies she has a I don't know if that... Imp- or I mean, she yeah, just that, saying, oh, I'm old. I think she was just saying, oh, I'm old, but she might have... She and her husband might have had I don't a kid. know. I feel I like know. that's pretty specific. It is pretty specific. You're not a MILF unless you're a mother, so... So, yeah. She's a mother. Was her son there? Or no. daughter? No. She had no people, other people with her that would have indicated... I thought children. her husband was there. He was, but he wasn't like with her All when right. she came over to us. Okay. So, Alex motions her to get close with me and get a picture because he tries to convince her that I'm famous. Based on what? Just Based all of a sudden she, he decided to tell yes. her? Yes. Right. What, what were you, you famous look, for? You don't look like someone who would be famous. Not for good things, at least. <laughs> wow, yeah, thanks. Not for good things. I think, I think Al just wanted to have some fun. Yeah, but what, was, like, what were the grounds for this? And why I think he was like, he's in a band. Take right. a picture with him. So right. he pulls out his camera, his uh, cell phone, takes a snaps a pic, which I still haven't seen actually. But Ryan's seen it, Bean Dip seen it. Have you seen it? Yeah, Tyler? It was sent to me. I still haven't seen it. Funny <laughs> enough, um, he had to. Al had to run to the office to get something. So as he's walking away, he goes, "Yeah, he's in a band. You should know who he is." She's so like, this is just like a spur of the moment thing. Yeah. He decided. Yeah. And he he went, shouts at an idiot and didn't roll with it. You didn't? Like, no, What's I'm the not point? A band. I'm not famous. <laughs> you don't know me. I don't I'm have a good famous. poker face. Oh, I know. You should have rolled with she's it. Like, she's like, what band? And I was like, of mice and men. That's what, who said that? You? No, Al. All right. So you should have rolled with it. Why uh, didn't you? I don't even know how to roll with that sort of thing. Why? Because I don't feel like trolling a stranger. Why not? It's, it's not, not my style. What's your style? Being honest? I don't know. True. You're not honest. Fuck you. You're not honest you're with fucking, yourself. You're a fucking snake in the grass. Snake in the grass? Are snakes in the grass known for lying? Yeah, they're, they're deceptive. Snakes. I don't think they're that's part of whatever yeah. weird mystery thing you're. you're yeah, they're of. deceptive. They're deceptive. They're in the grass. You deceptive. can't see them. Yeah, you can't see them. They're fucking snakes. If in the I was grass. deceptive, wouldn't I have gone on with the uh, the ruse here? The it's just ruse. a joke. It doesn't have to be. It's not a ruse. I felt weird just joking on this like vulnerable drunk woman. So then what? So I was like, no, no, I'm not in a band. I'm not in a band. She's like, she's like, come on, you are. She's like, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. I was like. It's cool. She's like, am I being rude? Was she? We're like, no, you're, you're definitely not being rude. Mm-hmm. Um, no she way. asked uh, what instrument I play. I said, I don't play anything, unfortunately, but I, I did used to play trombone. And she goes, oh, me too. And like puts up her hand for a high five. 
So I give her the high five, and as our hands come together, she kind of like grasps it and drunkenly pulls it into her, and I and I end up poking her in the nipple. Oh yeah, was that her intention? I don't think so. It was kind of just like a you know inebriated motion. Why was your finger out in the poking? Yeah, why was in the poking position? It was it was was just so sudden. It was like this, and then it went like that. You know what I mean? It was like this. Poked it right in the nipple. Poked her right in the nipple. And then what did she do? Slap you? No, I don't think she realized. Okay. But, she should have uh, slapped you. Then there's a then Symbols Z guitars go on and they have a Wu Tang intro. She she perks up, recognizes it, goes, Oh, is this Wu Tang? And then just kind of runs to the front of the stage. And that was the end of her? Yes. Do you miss her? No, I don't I don't know you if I miss her. You didn't run away in fear? Yeah, we did get something about you running away. Oh, I didn't run away. I was just like... You afraid of like, her lumberjack boyfriend? I, ju- I yeah. joked that her lumberjack boyfriend was going to beat us up. How do you know he's a lumberjack? It wasn't. It was like a Canadian stereotype. And then you hit under the oh, table okay. while the band played, just in case. I did? Yeah. Yeah, totally. The text we got said you legitimately ran away. I didn't run away. I went. I actually like went more to the audience to watch the band, because we were in the back of the room by the merch. True. So if anything, I was, I was closer to... So you were ready to confront the lumberjack? You could say that, sure. You think you're going to take on a lumberjack? What do you think? No. No. I think you're right. You've never lifted anything in your life. Yeah, that's right. Anytime you try, your your gut starts spewing out through your stomach. This is almost literally true, yeah. How many hernias do you have? Currently? (laughs) Currently. One. And your guts come out through it. Your bowels. Yes, please stop reminding me. His bowels come out through yeah. his stomach. I think I saw you bend over the other day and your shirt lifted up and I saw your bowels <laughs> yeah. hanging out. They touched the ground and you got dust on I don't think it works them. like that. Yeah, I saw stomach. it. You saw it. I saw it. You saw it. Yes. S-A-R. Sar. Saw. You saw it. Sar. Oh, you boy. say a couple words. Say couple a couple words. words. Say some words. You you were having trouble today saying some words. Oh, I pronounced something wrong again, huh? You didn't even pronounce something wrong. You were just using the wrong word. What did he say? I meant to say eligible. He's, he's trying to say he was eligible, and he said, I'm illegible. <laughs> he said, I'm wow. eligible for an upgrade on my phone. And I said, <laughs> what? <laughs> and I, and I'll admit, I think it's a word I've honestly never said out loud, so I never like... How have you never said that word eligible? out loud? Yeah. How often do you say eligible out loud? Probably not every day, probably but that's, that's like... I've said it enough times in my life. I've probably said that word more than I've said, like, xylophone. I get forgetful about pronunciation. Do you think you're I've still smarter this. than everyone else in the world? I never said I was smarter you than did. everyone you else You did. You said you were the smartest person on earth and the most handsome. When did I say this? You say this every day. Oh, okay. Do you yeah. think you're handsome? These are statements I proclaim when I wake up every day. Do you think you're handsome? Do I think I'm handsome? I'm not in a place to say that. You? you used to say this all the time. No. You said model material 10 out of 10. Model material 10 out of 10. Yeah. I think this is uh, another classic Tyler exaggeration. I'm not you've exaggerating. Said, you've said something very similar. Yes. No, I've not. That your aunt your aunt confirmed that you were a 10 out of 10 and you what? were a model. Yeah. Your aunt said you were handsome. Yeah. No, I didn't. You always your aunt seems to be like Which aunt? Is I don't I don't know. You told us that your aunt said Shelley? you were very handsome and you used that as like a reference for how handsome what? you are. This you is sure about this. We were actually on the second floor of this building when we talked about this. I don't I think Ryan this. was there too. You said I'm so handsome I'm an ex-model. Yeah. You chose to stop being a model. The second half, no. 
I didn't choose. Tell the people about your modeling. I was a model when I was a baby. Baby model. From what ages were you a model? From like zero to one or something like that? Zero to one. Maybe <laughs> six months old to a year and a half. Are you sure this wasn't just your parents taking pictures of you? No, this was legitimately my Bonnie taking me Bonnie. on the train into the city and doing magazine shoots and, and toy catalogs. What were you in that you remember? I was on the cover of Parents Magazine. What year? 86, maybe? 1986 Parents Magazine. What month? I don't know. I've searched and searched for it. I can't find it. Was it like a You're special edition where it was like how to care for your your needy, <laughs> different child? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was a regular-ass edition. <laughs> at, least, at least it's not your child. I know. Yeah. It could be worse. <laughs> if, you're, if you're struggling with your child, it could be worse. Take a look. So you were a male, a male model? Yeah, I guess. And when did your aunt confirm that you were that I was perfectly good I don't looking? remember. I never said this. You did. You, me- you used your aunt as a point of reference. Specimen? No. Yeah. No. There's definitely something involving your aunt. I don't think so. Yep. No, this is a weird like ad lib. I think you're, you're just you're, you're bailing out now because you feel weird about no, it. No, I don't feel weird about anything that didn't happen or wasn't mentioned. How often do you tell people that you're an, an ex model? Not very. Why don't you tell that to girls more? Put it I don't in think your they profiles. Would care. Retired model. Put that in your Instagram profile. Yeah. Forced into retirement. Twenty nine. Vegan. Retired male model. Yeah. Why not? I think that's a pretty good resume. Because when it's I'm inquired about it, they might think it's a little weird that I'm putting it in there for the year that I did it when I could barely even speak. But you did it. But it still counts, and you, you've brought it up many times. Yeah, you bring it up all the time. No, I don't. Every time your looks come up, you're like, I was model. I mean, it's literally true. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So why I think you, you, were, you were a model in the same way you need, like, like a basketball and a baseball bat to be in like a picture for like a sports magazine. I suppose, yeah. All I'll right. admit, yeah. I can't imagine you were a very good-looking baby. What is it? What makes for a, for a good-looking? Well, didn't baby, he though? he Snapchat those pictures, right? Did he, yeah, you over had, Thanksgiving you had a pretty big head. Yeah, you baby. did. You did have a huge head, and you had like a mullet. Yeah, big head, mullet, thick eyebrows. <laughs> You just look like John Kerry with a mullet. How old was I in those pictures that I sent him? <laughs> I don't know. They're your pictures. <laughs> you sent them. I, I don't how remember. am I supposed to know? I'll get a hold of some, some modeling examples eventually. All right. I lost my portfolio. It sucks. I just have a feeling, you know, you say you're a... You had a portfolio? Yeah. You had a portfolio. Of, like, things that I've done, been in. Where done, is it? Yeah. Like, what else? I don't know. How are you going to say you're a model? Parents magazine. I was in like a couple like. Wait, this was exclusive to your modeling. Yeah, and you had this up until recently. Up until like five, six years ago. Why did you even have it at that point? (laughs) Because it's interesting. Where'd it go? You're calling it a portfolio. You're not calling it like a. It was just like a memorabilia. Like it was just clippings. It was just clippings of. You called it a portfolio. It sounds like you carried it in case you wanted to pursue being a model again. You're going to show up. <laughs> you show up at 20. So I haven't done anything in like 27, 8 years, but, you know, check these out. Wow. You really were kind of doing that, though. No. <laughs> yes. I never, I never thought of going back into it myself. I never thought of going back into it. You can't bear to get back in the industry after it bit you in the I think it just takes a lot of self confidence. That industry will eat you alive. Why you did know? you stop? Did you get fired? You got too ugly? No. <laughs> it, was, it was too much of a hassle for my mom to bring me in to do it. Do you resent Bonnie for ending your modeling career? No, I don't. Is she calling you? 
No. Do you think your life would be better if you were a male model still? Yeah. I think the life of a male model seems like it's pretty good, yeah. You are You are an actor as well, correct? No. You were in a movie. What? You told me you were in a, you were in a oh. show me. You were in a movie. Oh, the zombie movie. Yes. Wait, what? I think I've, I remember hearing about this. Tell the story again. Something about Dean Snyder's zombie movie. It's Dean Snyder's son did like a little amateur film, and I was in it. What were you? I was just a zombie extra. What did you I do? only had one scene. Do you have any lines? No. I just I was wearing like a torn white shirt, and I had a... And then, like, my hair was all messed up. And I just went, like, <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and that was it. Wow. Yeah. You have a pretty good resume. <laughs> Actor, male model. Actor, male model, Brian Schultz. Yeah. 10 out of 10, his aunt. It's <laughs> a quote from his aunt. Uh, you're, 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 facts. you're making up these press quotes, man. I'm not. You are. You definitely mentioned that your, your, aunt, your aunt signed off on you being a handsome no, person. No, she didn't. Okay. I'll so she doesn't you, think you're handsome? Maybe they do, but I, I don't think it was like a something that they felt the need to tell me about. You definitely cited your aunt. Do you think you're <clears throat> handsome? What? Do you think you're handsome? You just asked this. Yeah, I'm asking again. I said I'm not at liberty to say. Do you think you're handsome? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know about that, but what about you, Tyler? What about me? Are you handsome? I think ultimately yes. I'm not. Ultimately? I'm not too bad looking. When you get so down to are it, are you handsome? What are you handsome? I don't know. Well, we just said we are. My aunt used to say I was handsome. It's good. I'm not gonna make fun of you for it for the next. I'm not making fun of you. You said it didn't happen, so I, I guess I was it, mistaken. I it, yeah, I think it didn't happen. Your aunt has never said you were handsome. Maybe I don't even know which one you're talking about. I don't know. I have several Shelly, aunts. Peggy. <laughs> you named two of them. Hey, Peggy. Shelly, Peggy, Bonnie. Why do they all have funny names like that? I know Shelley, all Shelton's family. I'll show you on the background check. <laughs> the background check. Ryan did a background check on me a little while ago and found out my Everybody. grandmother's name. Oh, yeah, and you were convicted of a felony. Yeah, you did a convicted of a felony, but yeah, you won't yeah, tell yeah. us what. He refuses to tell us what felony. If you found out what it was, why don't you just say it? I can't say It's too dark, that, right? It's pretty dark. Uh, I know what you did. What did I do, Ryan? I'm not going to say it on air. Because there is your, none. I don't want to ruin your life. <laughs> lie. What did you do? What do you mean, what did I do? There's no felony. There was a fucking felony charge. I, I don't have any felony charges on my record. Yeah, you went to fucking jail. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I've never been to jail. Mm, I bet. Never been to jail. What did you do? I don't know. Maybe you found another Brian Schultz. That has your same mother? I mean, and Aunt Peggy, another Brian Charles with Aunt Peggy. You found out all these relatives Nanny? in the same records and, and a yes. felony charge. Yes. What is the felony charge then? You know what it is. I don't know what it is. You, you look very guilty right now. You look guilty as fuck. Every time we bring this up, you look really guilty. How does someone look guilty? You're sweating. You are. I'm not You're even sweating. sweating. You're getting red and sweating. You're shaking. Why are you shaking? For the, red, Why are you for shaking? the record podcast, your listeners. lips are white. <laughs> None of this is actually true. <laughs> you are. What did you do? I'm wondering the same thing, Ryan. I don't know, man. Stop shaking and tell us. It's fucked up. You kind of look like you're wearing white pants with the, the paper on. draped on your pants right now. Well, like you change the subject. Or like a huge bandage. Don't change the subject, you fucking felon. What did you do? <laughs> I'm wondering Lawbreaker? the same thing. 
All right, tell them. Tell them what I did, Ryan. I'm not saying Because I have no idea. So what did you do on Sunday? I went to another show. What show? Went to see Foxing and Somos. Oh, yeah. You go to a lot of shows, huh? Did you have any strange this is, encounters this is with... pretty old news that I go to a lot of shows. Yeah. <laughs> do you, uh, do you have news. any strange encounters with women there? <laughs> no. No? No. Did you go alone? I did. Did you go alone to the show on Saturday? I did. Were you alone on Friday night? I was. Is that good isolating? Eh, a little bit at times. It's not too bad. I'm pretty independent. I'm glad you're independent. What'd you do this weekend? Played that show on Friday. Yeah, since we're getting close to the end of the year here, and I think the next couple of episodes we have some stuff going on, and with Christmas coming up, we wanted to do a top ten list, albums, and whatever else we might want to talk about that was cool this year. So, yeah, let's do our top ten albums. Start with Schultz. Yeah, go. Schultz, how hard was it to narrow down ten albums from 200? Not at all. Can you let the people know about your list? Did you have 200 albums in there? No, it was like 100 and something or whatever. (laughs) All right, so you have, how big is your list of of albums? Probably 160. 160. What about EPs? 100. Demos. It's included with the EPs, but I don't even think there are really any demos I particularly liked this year. Do you start, so right from January 1st, when you listen to something new, do you start yep. some system of cataloging? Mm-hmm. Yes. What is the system? It's just like a database that I keep of albums I particularly liked. That's all. Is this all stuff that's over three and a half stars? Yes. Everything on the 100 list? or Yeah. Just, wow. Look at that. You listen to 165 albums that were over three and a half stars? Yes. I don't believe that. I could get the exact no, number. Don't, oh, don't, don't, God. Don't, no, don't. No, 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 no. It'll no, take... No, no, that's, no, every time you pull up something on your phone, it takes at least 10 minutes. 10 minutes. That's just... We, we already started this, seg- this segment here, so... Yeah, we're starting. We're well, done Ryan's digressing again. He's not. He's just it's, inquiring. It's he doesn't need... You giving him proof is not going to change the, the fact that he thinks it's right. overwhelming. All right, we're starting at number 10? Yes. Number 10. I don't have... I didn't put mine in order, so... Um, yeah. I just have These a list not of, necessarily in order, but... Right. Schultz, of course, is, is... Go. You know you like something better than something else. I don't know. Sometimes things hit strike different nerves, but okay, Fair enough. enjoyable, just as enjoyable. Number ten, souvenirs. You, fear, and me. Wow, it actually officially came out today. Today, yeah, I've had it for a little bit. Who released though. it? Um, other people records. Oh, uh, yeah, a very mm. new label out of California, I wow. believe. All right, I guess I'll go. You go. Trevor's I didn't put time. anything in, in order, and I struggled to uh, put this together because I feel like I don't listen to a lot of new music. But you should I should? But I, there's a lot of music out there that I haven't that didn't come out this year that I haven't experienced yet. There's a lot of True. music that happened in the world, you know. True, never-ending discovery. Yeah. So more often than not, I'll go ba- back and check out bands that like I Stuff slept you on, out on or from something. Years ago. Maybe that, or just like I don't know, wasn't on my radar, and then I I do. But, yeah, so first one on my list is Aborted, the Necrotic Manifesto, which is just like really uh, extreme death death metal, death grind. That's what I assumed as much from the name. <laughs> yeah, but it's, this, it's not, that kind of stuff, at least this specifically isn't usually in my like wheelhouse, but it's well done. It's good. It's extreme. Yeah. Extreme. 
See, number 10, I have the Combat Zone self-titled LP. Local Boston hardcore band. Kind of sounds like old Slapshot. It's good. You like that? I like that. Number nine, Shelty? Number nine, Weatherbox. Flies in all directions. Wow. Yep. Tell us about it. It sounds uh, It's like quirky... uh, Quirky, quirky, quirky indie alternative rock like indie emo rock, I guess. Yeah, like classic. psychedelic stuff no, going nothing on. Really you know, psychedelic like space about rock. It. It's more like weaker thans and dismemberment plan. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say weaker thans and dismember. <laughs> like, wow, that sounds weird. It's pretty that good would be mashup. A little bit twisted. <laughs> All right. Tyler, number nine. All right. Mine is Coffin Worm. I don't really know how they wanted the name of this album pronounced. Is it like a symbol or something? No, it's like um it's like it's numbers. It's, I think it's a date, but I don't know if it's a date because it doesn't really. It's four one eight. I think is what the Roman numerals end up being. So, oh, okay. But yeah, it's Coffin Worm is a really awesome kind of doomy with a little like kind of has the atmosphere of black metal without really being black metal. But this album is cool. They really. They were good before, but they kind of really found their hit their stride, I think, with this. So, good, good stuff. I recommend to anyone who is into that kind of stuff. Yeah, I remember you showed me their last album. It was good. Yeah, very, cool. very evil. Yeah, extremely evil sounding. Extremely evil stuff. <laughs> well, my number nine is Perspex Flesh, self-titled LP. It's a hardcore band from London. That's really. It's pretty weird, dark, like ugly sounding, hardcore. Pretty good. Sounds like your bag. Tight. Yeah, it's pretty good. Number eight, Have Mercy, a place of our own. Nice. Explain. Explain. Uh, their uh, second record, first was on our, our our friends moving out, top shelf. Uh, this one's on Hopeless. It's a lot glossier. They recorded with the guy who records all time low. Wow. Sounds like it'd be pretty glossy. Yeah, very glossy, but somehow it like works for them really well, and it kind of stepped up their game, and just good, it's good stuff. You love it, yeah. Well, would you recommend it to a friend? I wouldn't recommend it to you two, but I'd recommend it to, to other, other friends, friends, perhaps. Yeah. Well, definitely not evil enough for you guys. Would you recommend it to Bonnie? Maybe Bonnie. Yeah. She likes alternative music. Yeah. yeah, she likes brand new, right? No, she likes Nightmare Review though. Oh. Alright. And 30 seconds to Mars. There you go. That's an alternative. <laughs> yeah. That's sick. Alright, yeah. well, my next on my list is S, Cool Choices. It's a good album. Very good yeah, album. It's uh, Gen Ghetto. And um, I think we, we actually, this came up randomly on like an earlier podcast, but yeah, yeah it's a, it's not really a departure because she has a very distinct like, I don't know, style and yeah. kind of like cadence and even like her lyrics, like like she can be very poetic, but then sometimes she can be very blunt and like, but it works really well and it's honest and. and cool. It's very but, simple and sad. Yeah, it's but it's yeah. cool. That was a good that was album. a top ten honorable mention for me. There you go, top good. ten honorable mention. Honorable mention, Brian Schultz. Wow, <laughs> wow, it was real good. There you go. Enjoy that one here. A lot. All right. All right. Let's see. What do I got? Gas rag beats off LP. Very good. Beats off. Huh? Beats off. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of like D beat stuff meets more straightforward hardcore from Chicago. Yeah, I've heard a lot about that band. Yeah, they're recently. Really good. Actually, I think they might have broken up. Oh, really? Cool. Very good LP. Cool beans. 
Okay, I got it. Number seven, Restorations yeah. LP3. Mm-hmm. Here's where the psychedelic thing actually comes into play. Oh, psychedelic space exactly. rock, indie alternative, catchy rock. Yeah, not. Uh, I wouldn't go catch rock. Crazy. Catch rock. Catch up rock. It's more like I'm um, like Americana punky. Americana stuff, punky. But it's got like weird psychedelic. It's got psychedelic space rock indie hot dog. Hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just kind of out there, and lyrics are really good. Gruff vocals. True. The whole package is it's good stuff. They've been pretty much getting better every album. There you go. There's That's no the exception. idea. No exception. No exception. All right. This was a probably one of the more recent ones that I had to my list. Uh, Unit seven three one, the Hive Mind. They're um, I think they're from Pennsylvania. They're actually a band. I don't know if this record came out on Patrick Kinlan and Jamie from Code Orange Kids' new label, but they're Arm a band reduction. that they're working with and they're from Pennsylvania so I'm assuming like Code Orange kids Code Orange probably yeah, knew really of like them me. but it's like absurdly heavy kind of like beat down slash like almost like slam death metal <laughs> it's like just very heavy aggressive music you, re- but you described it to me as irresponsibly heavy yeah it's it's very <laughs> heavy but it's good it's cool and it's not just like straight like idiot music like the <laughs> The music is like there's some thoughtful things going on. I guess like there's some cool stuff. It's not yeah, it's not not as straightforward as some other stuff that could fit in the same category. But yeah, cool. Me, what do we got here? You seven, Ivy self-titled. They're a band from New York. It's really it's pretty unique sounding hardcore from New York. Pretty good. Singer cool. was in Brown Sugar. Type. My number six, a lot of dispute. Rooms of the House. I've always liked that band, but this is far and away their best album. I think. What's different about it? It's just a lot more. It's not like even that different. It's just more tastefully delivered. The whole mm-hmm. you know spoken word, Jamie thing. Yeah, is it lighter than their past stuff? Uh, it's a little bit lighter, especially at times. But like it, it's it really works. There's like some more sparse stuff here that they've just gotten better at, and there's like a nice unified theme that runs through it. Is there any yelled vocals at all, or is it oh, all yeah, just it was, like yeah, there's a little talking. bit of yelling here and there. Wow! But like I don't know, they just, they just it's good. They stepped up their game. Nice, nice, dude. Nice, dude. Nice, nice. So my next one is Godflesh, World Lit Only by Fire. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, Godflesh has definitely become one of my I don't know about favorites, but they've definitely a band I really really like I've moved up the ranks in the last few years yeah they have um they have a lot of albums and not all of them are yeah. great and not all of them sound exactly the same but yeah it's it's godflesh it's they have a very unique thing going on industrial metal that's very heavy and very dark and there's all electronic drums I think the only two members are a guitarist and a bass player so it's cool yeah uh, they played around here not too long ago yeah but did not go Went. Fucked up. Thirty bucks. That's a high price point for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Metal's oh, expensive. Ugh. It's like three DIY hardcore shows. At, at least. At least. At least. Yeah. yeah. At least. Maybe four. Maybe four. Maybe six. Ooh. Ooh. All right. All right. Number six. Yep. Uh, Oblivionation. Language of violence. Wow. They're a Boston band. Uh, a little B9 connection there. The singer was in Proclamation. Hmm. Uh, they also have members of Out Cold. 
I think they're a pretty pretty like overlooked band in the area, but they're they're real good. Bunch of older guys still got it. Cool. You know, they, still good. It came out on a label, some label in Spain. But there's a U.S. press coming soon. I think Rock and Roll Disgrace is doing it. Tight. Cool. Number five, Every Time I Die from Parts Unknown. Nice. Just wouldn't expect a band of, of their ilk this far into the game to put out something that's good, but they did. And maybe That made you top ten, huh? Maybe that's what plays into it a little bit is like not expecting much from a band of that style that, you know, this late into yeah. their career. But I think I listened to like half of that album once. And but you record with Kurt Ballou. It's probably going to rule, so... What makes you say that? That's not true. If you sound like shit, what? If you're a bad band, you're not going to sound good. Yeah, but bad bands don't really record with Kurt that often. That's true. I feel like it doesn't really. It's not like a thing for them at this point, though. That's probably yeah. like they probably recorded at places that were ran them more money in the past. I'm yeah. sure. You know, granted, yeah, they're I mean, a very big band. It, it kind of kind of gave their sound like a little more rawness, and yeah, it's still like pretty diverse and heavy. I listened to it once. It didn't sound bad. Yeah. They're the type of band it gets a little that, weird at times, which that I, I think like. is like pretty good, but I don't find myself listening to that much yeah. and definitely gets old after a while. It kind of just caught me. Well, here you go. It just grabbed you and shook you. Yeah. Slapped you. Slapped pretty you. Pretty much. Huh. And pulled off your pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you writing their marketing sticker right now? Yeah. <laughs> they got to change it real quick. Yeah. Almost a year later. <laughs> we got it, guys. We figured it out Pull it finally. from stores. Wow. So my next one is uh, Self-Defense Family, Try Me. This this band, I always like sleep on their releases because they so have many. so many of them, yeah, which is cool. Like <laughs> I think that's awesome. Year. And I think a lot more bands should operate like that. It's cool. Um, but I do... So I checked this out like a couple months after it came out. And yeah, I like it. I think for the most part, I like a lot of the stuff they do. They have a... They're, they're just good songwriters. I know they have a rotating cast and whatever, but they're good songwriters. And as much as they are unique, they have a like something that always ties them together that you can kind of still, it sounds like them. So, did you check out anything else they did this year? I don't think I did, but... Too much shit. Yeah. I would recommend that Island Series Scotland 7-inch mm-hmm. and the Duets EP. Those two yeah. are real good. I've heard they're good. I've, I've listened to a little bit of the Duets. Definitely like, very, very different. Very little them, bit of that. And that, that was good too, yeah. but... Yeah, so it's a good record. It is good. Yeah. Not bad. And number five, Hankwood and the Hammerheads, Stay Home. There you go. Very good. What do we got on that? I don't know. It's really, I don't know, just like a really good punk Hardcore record. record. No, it's more like, it's more more like punk. punk. Okay. It sounds like, it, I don't know, like an even like a weird or wacky version of like Fear or something. They had like synthesizers. Hmm. True. Uh, it's real good. That's different. My um, uh, number four for Indian Lakes, Absent Sounds. It's kind of very uh, intricate, uh, I don't know, indie rock, emo, alternative rock type stuff. Sort of like Mew, Copeland, Circus Revive-ish. It's like a little bit of electronic and acoustic stuff, but it's very like hushed and emotional and good. Wow, that's a lot of descriptions, huh? That's a lot that's of That's a lot of stuff going on there. I do not a have a clearer picture at all. The marketing sticker would be a giant scroll. <laughs> I know. You like press a little button and it like pops out and gives you more. <laughs> Want more on this marketing sticker? Read, read more. Yeah. Who's wow. India Lake? What's India from Lake? From Indian Lakes. They're from... India Lake? No, no, no. From Indian Lakes is the complete name. They're on Triple Crown. They're from uh, originally Yosemite National Park area. 
They're from the they were born in the national park. That's legal. Yosemite. That's yeah. That's, you can't that's live their there. Origins. Apparently, you can't live there because they did. No. Yeah. They probably just lived near it. The Yosemite National Park area is. <laughs> is there. that where Yogi Bear's from? I think so. Yeah. Wow. It's not bad. That's cool. Good cool for area. Yeah. I'd live there. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. All right. Well, my next one is Crowbar, Symmetry, and Black. Um. Yeah, it sounds like Crowbar. They put out another album. It sounds like Crowbar. That's <laughs> all you need. Yeah, I I like that band a lot. And yeah, it's heavy. It's um I don't know. Their past couple albums have been like very well polished. This one at least sounds like very big and powerful. The last one was like well polished, but it kinda didn't sound that big, so it just sounded like a little bit not that great, but I don't know. It's cool. More crowbar. They definitely have a sound, and they do it well. Let's see, number four. Let's see, we get Dark Blue, Pure Reality. Schultz hates it. I don't hate it. I think it's great. <clears throat> Things I've heard from that it. sound really good. Yeah. I just I have that threshold for how cheesy I can take the post-punk vocals. I don't know. It. it doesn't seem to like take that over the edge at all from you what I've a, heard from you have that a, band. a thicker skin for it or something. I don't, I don't really listen to a lot of that stuff, but I don't know. It doesn't really seem too cheesy at all. Yeah, it's real good. It's a dude from Clock Cleaner and Puerto Rico Flowers. Not hating you on Andy. And what? Not hating on you, Andy. <laughs> yeah, Andy Nelson from Painted Black and Ceremony is also in the band. The riffs are cool. Does he play bass in that band too? I'm not sure what he does in the band. I think they're just a three piece. Sure. Yeah, I think they're just a three piece. Cool. But the cool LP is really good. Just like it's, it's kind of like post punk, but with like like oi influence and I yeah. Don't know. It's really cool. Yeah, it's like I feel Act like it's more. It's on the more aggressive end of that kind yeah. of and simplified. It's like I don't know. It's also like dark but upbeat at the same time. It's cool. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, number three, Sea Haven, River Lagoon. Uh, music for escapism only. Would you say Crab Rangoon? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I I kind of muffed that. Reverie Lagoon. Wait, Crab. what? Reverie. What's the name of the band? Sea Haven. And then. Reverie, Reverie Lagoon. Crab Rangoon. something about seeing Sea Haven followed by Reverie that was really difficult right. for me to pull But then off. you said something else. How many titles Mus- does this album have? It's just called Reverie Lagoon, Music for Escapism So it's only. like a colon and then... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's right. real good. They did, they did something way different. Way different? It's like sort of subdued, moody, like stuff in the vein of like Pedro the Lion, Death Cab for Cutie. Is that the band that wears sunglasses while they play? <laughs> yes. Right. But like... I mean, on record, it's like, which is really well produced and sounds cool, and there's like a good atmosphere to it. Nice. A lot of different stuff going on. Nice. It's an experience. Yeah. Sounds it. It is. All right. Shoot. So my next one is one that uh, grew on me a little bit, um, and I, I don't, I still don't think it's like the best thing ever. But cult leader, <laughs> nothing for us here. I think it's just like an EP. Yeah, it's a cool but, EP um, though. I really liked Gaza's last album, like, a lot. So I was eager to check this out. And I was a little bit let down by, uh, mostly by the new singer, honestly, which is really the only change about that band, I think. Um, Music's, like, a little bit different, I think. The music is very similar. It's hard to it's hard yeah. to say. It's, it sounds too much different. Still have, like, kind of down-tuned, but very chaotic, but not too chaotic. Very it has, like, a sounding. good atmosphere. Yeah, I don't know. It's... They're it's cool stuff, kind though. of a unique band for, 
for what they are, I think, yeah. which is what I like about them. But yeah, I'm. I think it's a cool, cool taste of the band. There weren't not every song was great, but I think their next record would probably be cool. Nice, nice, nice. Hit us with it, Ryan. Number three, Boston Strangler, Fire. Oh yeah, it's a good one. Very good LP. Oh yeah. Follow up to Primitive. I, I think say, I think this record finally got me on board with Boston Strangler. Yeah, it's good. It's real good. I think I like it better than the last album. Straightforward, catchy. Yeah. Everybody seems to love that band. Yeah, really, really good. I think they they I feel like the first record was straight up SSD worship, and this one's like <laughs> it's a little more different, a little more unique. diverse, and yeah, it's good. Schultz even likes kind it. Kind of poison idea ish. Times. Yeah. All right, my number two, The Twilight Sad. Nobody wants to be here and nobody wants to leave. Oh, yeah. A record me and Ryan can actually agree upon. Yep, very good record. It's wonderful. Um, it made my honorable mentions. There you go. Shelf would say. I started listening to The Twilight Sad in like 2009, and I wouldn't have expected them to you know, put out like my favorite record five years down the line, but that's what they did. Well, just just good post punk tinged uh, indie rock. Real good. Me and Shelton went to see them together. Yeah. Oh, they're playing again in February, by the way. If you want to go. With who? No support announced yet. They might just be coming over here by themselves. But it's at Great Scott. I don't know when we went. It was a very weird crowd. Oh God, it was so weird and uncomfortable. I think it was more so the headliners crowd, but. But even that girl in front of us, who was clearly like a Twilight Sad fan, she like. She had this expression on her face like the band like had just died in a car crash and came to life. I heard you went crazy at the show. <laughs> I went crazy? Yeah. You did. Ryan said you, it was got, uncomfortable to watch you while that band was playing. You got really emotional and was singing I didn't along. get too emotional. Yeah, you did. You were like you were dancing around and singing. <laughs> a little bit. I wasn't as crazy as like that girl in front of us. No. She was like... Jeez. She, <laughs> like half the set, it was crazy. She oh, was for, for the listeners, I'm putting my hand over my mouth with a shocked look and raising the other hand in the air like I'm... At, a, at a, like a gospel event, sounds sick. She couldn't handle it. She, she, she handled the the guy in front of. She just like handed the guy the, her beer to hold it real quick, and then just like left. Wow. And then the guy was just confused, just had this beer the whole time. Wow! They announced like they were going to play this one song, and she's like, "No!" <laughs> and we're so confused. Wow! All right, regardless, though, the album is great. Sounds Everyone should sick. check it out if you like dark post punk indie rock, The National, etc. Dark go. indie rock, The National, etc. Mm. Wow. That was a bunch. Assume there's a bunch of slashes in there. Mm, okay. Mm. Tyler. So I don't. I don't like keep things out like you or separate anything. So this one. This one made my list. B nine release. Backtrack. That's Lost fine. in life. I've. I've more recently warmed up to this kind of hardcore. Like kind of the when it's that well done. Yeah, like New York stuff. It's. It's not usually always my cup of tea because it gets a little bit boring for me. But this album was cool. It's definitely once I realized they were going for more of a no warning thing than they were like a mad ball thing. Right. I appreciated it a little bit more. So yeah, an album's cool, it's got good energy. Um catchy. Yeah, I think it's I think Nick Jet is another one of his recordings. Yep. I it's it's very, very polished, so yeah. that it takes me out of it a little bit, but <laughs> It's it's still good. It's well it does done. Does some cool things with the vocal harmonies though. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's, it's like it's almost good. quirky, but I, I like it. Good hardcore album, for sure. Yeah. All right. Me turn. What are we at number two? Oh yeah. 
Uh, number two, I got Midnight, No Mercy from Mayhem. Wow, we. Very, very good album. It's like, if you're not familiar, it's like, I don't know. It's like. Black Metal Punk? The, yeah, Black Metal Punk. I would say it's a good descriptor for it. Um, I think I like the last album a little better, but this record's still real good. Tight. I'd like to, to like to see see them live one day. All right, number ones now. Is this, gonna, is this going to be your number one title? No. No, just in the mix? Yeah. Well, my number one, Pianos Become the Teeth, Keep You. Wow. Did you cry listening to it? Yeah. You did, you did. didn't you? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Well, uh, how, much, how much crying is a little bit? Just a little bit. How many tears did you shed? The first time you listened to it? I wasn't counting. you got to count the tears. Pro- not the first time, necessarily, but as it kind of grew on me. Did you cry but, when you saw them live? No. But, Where did you cry? I don't remember. In your car? I don't remember. At home? Maybe. All places? I don't work. You cry everywhere? The drive through What? Did you say <laughs> the drive through the drive through <laughs> Where were you going? <laughs> no, that's what you were. I thought, he was I thought in the you said drive through Breaking badge on, on uh, Doritos Locos <laughs> yeah. Taco. You were, again. That one song came on and he just was like, fuck. And he started bawling <laughs> yeah. his eyes out. While you were eating your Doritos Locos Taco. It was too much for me to handle. Yeah. No, but yeah, it's just a fantastic album. It's pretty much exactly what I wanted to hear from them at this point. What is that? No more know. screamo. No, no, not necessarily. Just like something like really well done and dramatic and tasteful, good like post rock atmospheres and has that national influence in it. How many times have you said the national? <laughs> that was only my second time. All right. They're they're becoming a big influence on this on whole scene, quote unquote. I think so. You're, you're going to hear it more and more down the line, I think. Maybe. Are you predicting that? This album is just one of the big f- first pieces of evidence, I think. All right. Go ahead. All right. Well, the last one I have is At the Gates, At War with Reality. Um, it's cool that this band put on another album. Their last one was like nine, I mean, 19 years ago. <laughs> so that's cool. Stone I think Cold Slaughter Classic. of the Soul is an awesome awesome record kind of stands on its own i don't really like melodic death metal too much but at the gates that was a game changer it was a game it was a game changer probably for the worse honestly <laughs> because they influence a lot of really horrible bands but at the gates what they do with their sound is really cool they keep it fast as much as like they have some really i don't know i mean they're they're a death metal band and they can get kind of technical and they're tight they're not their songs aren't super long, and they keep it somewhat simple. Like some bands, take it way too far, but they're cool. But speaking of like foreshadowing, I have a feeling, especially with this album coming out and that band coming back, you think it's going to be a revival? I think there's going to be a revival of bands doing water, kind of like that. Watered down melodic We've already, death metal. Well, kind of. <laughs> We've already seen it in um, like I don't know. Look at this is hardcore. Would they have play this year? Like the early two thousands metal oh, like Kill Switch, uh, Kill Switch, Engage, and who was the other one? Unearth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like I think Unearth fit kind of fit that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I have a feeling they're gonna start. You're gonna see some bands who dress like like bros, but are playing <laughs> music that sounds like At the Gates. Perhaps. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah. That's that's all ten of mine. My number one. Shouts already knows what it is. Lust for Youth. Lust for Youth wow. International. Wow. Favorite album of the year. I would not expect that to be your number one though. Very good. I love it, it is. It is very good. the shit out of that record. 
This is very good. It's nothing that I would ever normally listen to. Yeah, how, I don't but, know how you like that, but... I don't know, a lot of people whose taste I respect would be hyping it, so like I just listened to it, and it was good. Oh, so you, you're a follower, in other words. No, it, just, it, it came <laughs> on my radar. It's something that normally wouldn't come on my radar. So what's, what's diff- what's, what is this all about? It's kind of... It's honestly... It's like electronica. 80s new wave, like... Slash kind of post punk, oh, okay. and it almost borders on like super cheesy like radio tailored stuff, but it's like it comes up right to that edge, and it's like so good at it. It's so, like, with, without crossing that like line into like yeah, I've more recently goofy top forty allowed myself to like certain things with like electronics in it, so it's cool. I'll it's check not that like, out. too electronic heavy. You just it's said it was like electronic. electronic. Yeah, I mean, and you, you, but you wouldn't say it's like an electronica band or something. I would say they're more like a new wave band almost. Yeah, I don't know. It's really, it's it is really fucking good though. Yeah, the opening would, song to that album. Woo. I would dance to that album. Can we dance to that at yeah, the model? I, I would, for sure. You probably already have, huh? I haven't. All right. But I there it is. It. Boom. Our favorite albums of the year, 2014. I don't have honorable mentions or anything. Do you want to rattle off the other stuff you have on there? Oh, you want me to rattle off this other yeah, stuff? Yeah, but just like rattle it off though. Yeah, yeah. some honorable mentions for my top ten. Creepoid album, self-titled is great. Wow. Fear of Men from the UK. Great, great indie pop. Wow. Very sad. Great, great indie pop. Very S, sad. S is uh, Cool Choices, as aforementioned. Wow. Uh, Were, Sway. It's another good one. And the Lawrence Arms. Wow. Album they put out. Do you have any other funny stuff? I didn't write any honorable mentions down at all. Um, yeah. There you was a lot. You mentioned a lot one, of though. good music that came out in 2014. It's crazy. Say. I Sheltz doesn't allow EPs or anything to count, so I didn't bother making a list. Or he would yell at me. I, w- I didn't. I didn't yell at Tyler. He included an EP. I didn't yell at him. What, see, you I don't didn't even notice rules. that he did. What? What EP? Well, I think the cult leader thing cult is only leader. six oh, yeah, songs. See? This unit seven three one is only like seven or eight songs. Uh, you could have done a combined. Trevor was already doing a combined list. You could have done one. You would have yelled at me. I wouldn't have said a word to you. you. Would, oh my god! You would have yelled at me. You've already heard my diatribes to Tyler. There's no point in me repeating them to you. You love technicalities. Sure. Who cares? <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, that's our. those are our top ten records of this year. Oh, Some baby. of ours are in no particular order, like mine. Mine wasn't really in order yeah. either. And I still, like, I probably listen to all of these less than I listen to other stuff, too. So I'm bad with end of the year kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, so we've, we've droned on here for a while. But this week, we actually... We compiled a, a decent amount of questions from uh, you listeners out there, and we wanted to take a take a whack at those. So, you guys want to do that? Charles is smirking. Why? Because I see that he <laughs> included the question from Rick. I, I don't know what that is, but it sounds like one of your friends or something. But we'll go in order here. So, hey, podcast dudes, what do I get my GF for Christmas? So I don't know where you should get your gluten free think- for Christmas. <laughs> I think I don't know. It seems like a very like we need more context than that. We don't know what your girlfriend likes or yeah. Let's let's see what Schultz would do. Yeah, what would you do if you had a girlfriend? Whatever he's going to say, don't this take more, this advice. Wow, it's funny. This is more. Like, but it hypo- sounds like we got another hypothetical though because I don't know what my girlfriend that I don't have is into. The past few podcasts we've discovered that you don't buy gifts for anybody though. So right, that's it. Do you even have the gift? Yeah, Schultz's recommendation. If she's is, not going to buy anything for you then. But. I'm assuming she probably is. I assume she is. All right, then, yeah, then you should get her something. What would you get? Why? What do you get? What did you get, Meg, when you weren't you with her for years? I got her a Sage shirt off eBay. 
All right. Get your girlfriend a Sasha <laughs> shirt off eBay. There you go. When you're 19 and that's what your girlfriend at the time likes. Well, hopefully yeah, your girlfriend you likes Screamo, oh, not a non-person. <laughs> that's, that's your advice. Uh, that's what I got at the time. I don't right. know how old that's this person is. Advice. I don't know what his girlfriend's interests are. Yeah. See, it depends. I would say see if like she is listening to something recently that she really likes. Get her that record. Yeah, if she's into records, records are good. Just depends. It depends like... What is there some kind of budget, you know, like how is there, much is there a perfume she wears and maybe she's running low? You could maybe get her a refill. You fill it up with water. So it's like a kind of an impersonal gift. Perfume. It depends, no, it depends on how much someone values that. You have to be yeah, in like someone's true. personal things if to know like what perfume they who wear. Who knows? If someone's really into perfume, then that could be cool. Yeah. It depends. We really it's hard to answer. But what would you do, Trevor? I don't know. It depends on how long you've like been with the person yeah, right yeah, if, the, if, if you just met this girl and it's like two weeks in i don't think you want to buy her a like hundred dollar yeah or something. like pick one thing like a, a record or two and then that's it maybe you know like yeah. you don't want to that's seem true. like a crazy person but <laughs> that's true yeah go with that or but if you guys have been together for a while i don't know you probably know her better than i do so <laughs> get her something she likes yep or get her something here's the thing as much Cook as her a nice meal for Christmas, a Christmas meal? That's not something you normally do. Eat <laughs> <laughs> a Christmas present. Here you go. Let's <laughs> Wait, did you say cook? Yeah. Or go out for a meal? Oh, cook. So you're just going to cook her food? I guess you could go out too, yeah. What are you going to do? Go out to like the fanciest restaurant in your city. Do that too. Do what? Go out to your fanciest, the fast, fanciest restaurant. That's like city. a birthday thing, not like a Christmas thing. Yeah, I guess. But, um... You'd be a boring boyfriend, Chuck. No, you suck. I don't yeah, ever I, want to date you. I forgot to get you a present, so I cooked you something. It depends on the person, man. I heated heat you up a hot pot. If I, if I know who the person is, <laughs> it'll be a little more interesting than me you vegan nuking ramen or something. Uh, well, I feel like I was going to say something until you said your craziness about bring, cooking or something. <laughs> Damn. I don't Running know. Running that train right off the tracks, huh? Yeah. Hey. Uh, what would you do? Great. It depends. It's it does the circumstances. Too what, vague. What I what <laughs> will do sometimes if I'm dating someone is if you hear them mention something that they yeah. want, I make a little list in my phone so when birthdays, Christmas comes up, I can reference the list True. And, re- and remember the things that they actually want. Oh, yeah. And what I was going to say, it's kind of speaking of that, is um, something practical isn't bad. You know, something that you know they're going to use, even if it's not super cute or romantic or something you know but if it's something you know they're going to use and would help their life that's always a good gift too you know because it's you know it's something that is practical and gets like socks i always appreciate (laughs) a pair of socks i don't know i don't know maybe (laughs) you might be able to go like add socks to the other thing you're gonna get but if she underpants yeah underpants and socks there you go bloomers practical and romantic (laughs) yeah perfect Underpants. That is a romantic <laughs> word. <laughs> Hi, honey. I got you these underpants. Here are your underpants. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I also cooked you some eggs. <laughs> All right. Wow. So, question for the podcast How did the record deal with Lemuria come about? Their stuff is quite different from the stuff you usually put out, and I was surprised that they joined B9. Their albums rule, and thanks for putting them out. They're just a. Uh band that was on people's radar that worked here and that they enjoyed and just hit them up yeah like i believe our current publicist took hooked it up mm-hmm. um also chris always said uh 
his goal was after he put out 100 records, he wanted to branch out from hardcore a little bit. And it's not like stuff. yeah, and it's not like yeah. they don't come from punk or anything. Yeah, you know? like they obviously do. That was right around that time. Though. Yeah, I feel like that's that's the thing that makes like all of our non-hardcore things work is they're still rooted in punk or hardcore. Yeah, you know what for I mean? sure. Like punk kids like Lemuria, so it's not they sound a lot different than most B, than all B nine bands. But it, drummer also played in a hardcore band too. Yeah, yeah. It still lieutenant. It, it's not crazy. It makes sense. Yeah, and you and I think people like some diversity. You would be crazy if you only listened to like yeah the like one brand of music like over and over again. Like as you might nuts. have ascertained from our top tens just now. Yeah. yeah, but um yeah, and we've done since then. I feel like we've definitely done things even further removed from that too. So yeah, yeah, and then the last last question we wanted to. To answer here, someone Rookie Town. I'm assuming Schultz knows this person. I assumed I knew them. Too, I looked them I, up. Schultz does not know who they okay. are. Right. Who are you, Rookie Town? All right. Well, write us in after and clarify. But Ridge Nine <laughs> Podcast. I enjoy all the digressions into Brian's love life. However, I'd like a retrospective replete with the most awkward encounters, dashed potential romantic escapades, etc. I'm not insisting on all the gooeyest, most visceral details, but some ripe imagery would be fair. And in a perfect world, I want to know about the affair that rocked punk news, the tale of Brian and Meg slash Sally Field. God bless. Can you this explain is, this, yeah, What What, what is sounds going like on a, here? This, this, the answer that this person wants sounds like it would be like a three-part podcast. And this one is already like, what, we're an hour in right now? So I'm not sure we really have time for all the... Uh, Tales of what is he? awkward encounters, dash potential romantic escapades, etc. Well, yeah, et that stuff. But you just want to know. You just want to know the end. Well, this I think what he was saying with that stuff is kind of like a suggestion for moving forward. You know, oh, like yeah. knowing which I, I thought we were doing which pretty we're well with that. Doing you know, every like, I think we need just have, no, I agree uh, with him. I think we need to dig a little deeper. But Sheltie. yeah, that's Not true. Much, can't get much deeper. He wants to know about the romantic escapades. We've been talking more about your like you just alone. You know, so. Tell us about Meg. Well, you do Field. well. You have a couple of dates coming up this weekend, right? Oh or yeah, at least one. You got right? a date tonight. Uh, just have a date. Oh tonight. yeah, tonight. You got a date okay. tonight with who? Laura. <laughs> and her name is Lauren. Well, next week we'll we'll have to make sure to talk about that. We'll what are you and Laura doing? We're just getting food. You want Where? to Louie Louie? Yeah, we're going to Lulu. Where are you and Laura going? <laughs> going to Lulu, Ryan. Where are you going? What are you gonna get? Said. What What's kind of food? Lulu? Yeah, what kind of food do they have there? What the fuck is Lulu? It's just a bar, a new bar restaurant in Austin. What is that? What do you mean? What is that? What Lulu? do they got for food? It's not really. I don't know if there's a unified theme to. What do they got for food? For for like me? I know you yeah. checked the menu. I did. I'm gonna, probably gonna get either this like vegan, like ramen pho soup thing they have, or this uh, Thai burger. All right. Got a cool. Good options. You gotta answer the the what is. What is going on with this question, though? The end here. He's referring to when I was dating a girl named Meg for a couple of years. This mm-hmm. is the girl that when you worked at Walmart. Oh, this is this is Meg. This is the Meg. All Explain right. Meg and how you know her. I met her on the Boys Night Out message board. <laughs> what year? 2003? Of course. 2003. Of course. Um, uh, we eventually you moved met to in, Pittsburgh with her. Yeah, I moved to Pittsburgh to be with her. Live with her, live with her and her parents. Um, parents didn't like you. This is when I first started doing punk news, mm-hmm. and uh, I kind of brought her on. She started like reviewing for the site, so she had a username that was Sally Field. 
All right. And so. What's the tale? I don't know if there's really a tale. I don't think there was. Why did this rock punk news? I think it was just because, like, the reviews that are brought on his girlfriend to do reviews for the site. Was it, like, a thing, though? Like, did people talk shit for a while? I don't think people actually talk shit about it. I bet they did behind your back. People were, like, borderline, like, lamb goat crazy back then on punk news where they would say offensive things sometimes and stuff. A little little, Some of them a little bit. was any of it directed at you and... Meg? Yeah, a little bit. Like, what? What did they say? You just said no. She would give, like, a positive review to, like, the starting line or something, and they would go, oh, of course, a positive starting line review on punk news because it's a girl. Wow, jeez. Well, what did you do? Nothing? You didn't do anything? You didn't stand you up? Didn't, I think I might have left a you comment. You didn't defend her? I don't remember if I dropped a comment here or there. And you don't she, leave a comment. You did, find out where they live and you beat the shit out of them. She did yeah. pretty good on her own defending herself. Though. You get, you get was, your guy You get your guy to put a bomb in their car. They turn the key and boom, it explodes. Oh, she had some funny responses. She could she could handle her shit. This sounds like there's more. Like, wh- that's I don't think it? there was much more to it. You no. do have the worst memory ever, so I'm sure you're leaving out some insane. Because of the fucking detail. dent. Yeah, probably. <laughs> this back. is so specific, though, and this is like what ten years ago, and this person this is, is bringing this up now. This is a person who I was friends with back then, and knew who do you think know who it is? You couldn't, and is just hamming it up the same way you guys ham everything up. But like, what, what, rocked, what? Rocked punk news. What could it have been? It was nothing. It was just like, it was just like a funny little act of nepotism. That's all. I don't think anyone really cared he said, all that and much. He said all this stuff. He wants to know all the juicy escapades and awkward encounters. And then he said in a perfect world, he wants to know about the punk news thing. As if this is like some big thing that happened. I think it's more he just wants me, me to tell the world about it. <laughs> what is the, the, there was nothing, girlfriend? There was nothing like that crazy about it. I think. What If you had to think of the craziest possible thing he might be referring to. There's nothing. The email? What's what the email? email? Oh, from when her mom. Her mom. <laughs> I never told anybody about that except you two. So oh. now the world knows. Now they know. Do they know? We didn't say anything. Explain. Her mom thought I was nothing special. <laughs> so what did she do? She told Meg that in, in an, an email. email. While you lived there. He seems nice, but I don't. I don't know what you see in him. Is that is that stuck or with no, you? Oh, you know what it was now. Oh my Why? god! It wasn't even an email to her. I think it was like these, like just like diary. Entries that she wrote and Meg found them. That's diary her entries. Mom's her mom. Diary. She kept like a journal or diary. Her mom yeah. had a diary about you. <laughs> well, her just her thoughts and like, and she and Meg found them like in her room in a box or something, and nice. like pulled them out and showed me. It's pretty good. Did that make you feel good? What do you think? I don't Did know. It make you feel comfortable living there? I already felt like a little weird about the whole situation, but it was the only way we could be together, so I was kind of just rolling with it. True. So that that didn't really help. My feelings on it. So there's nothing you want to add to this? Uh, honestly, this person man, seems to know you very well. It's it's a funny little exaggeration. How long ago did you and Meg break exaggeration up? Exaggeration of what? It though? didn't rock punk news. No one was like shocked or saying much about it, if anything at all. All right. What are you asking me, Ryan? How long ago did you and Meg break up? February 2007, Valentine's Day. On the day? Wow, that's dark. Who broke dark. up with who? She broke up with me. What was her reasoning? She wasn't working out. Was it on, not? On Valentine's Day? Yes. What did was you, the distance? I thought you it might have been like the Did midnight. you show up with gifts? It might have been midnight after it ended. No, it was over the phone. I was living back in New York. She was You didn't go visit her on Valentine's Day? No. Did you cry? Probably, yeah. Did you cry? Probably, yes. Almost certainly. Yes. Were you sad? Yeah, of course I was sad. Did you expect it? 
Did, could you feel the end coming? Or? I could feel probably feel the end coming. Why? Right? Did you? Because that something? was because we had broken up like three times previously. True. For a short amount of times. And you cried. Probably, yeah. How did you get her back? It was my time? first uh, like real romantic relationship that went long term. Yeah, big. It's tough to take when you're in, in your early twenties. True. 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 So that's it. Nothing crazy. There was definitely nothing crazy. I think the craziest part is just me moving to Pittsburgh to be with a girl I met on the internet. And work at Walmart. <laughs> and work at Walmart to, <laughs> you to, pay, to Walmart. support her. <laughs> to pay the rent. I didn't have to support her. She was living with How much was rent? Like, like 125 That's pretty low. That's not bad. That's you, should get, you should get back in that situation. <laughs> I don't think I could ever get back in that situation. Would you... Move back in with them if that's what the rent was still? <laughs> no. Why not? I don't think Meg wants that. Meg doesn't live with her parents anymore. Yeah, I know. You live with them, though. Yeah, you just live with her parents for 125 <laughs> And not Yeah. <laughs> What's the point of that? They didn't even like me. Why that's they, cheap. They were just doing it for their daughter to make her happy. That's pretty nice of them. But they, yeah. didn't, they didn't want you there. You weren't really welcome no, there. No, not really. They were very excited. You ever excited do anything weird left. in their Probably. house? What? You ever bring a blow-up doll into their house? <laughs> Fuck no. You ever bring Never? It? I had a girlfriend. Why would I need that? Did you, I don't know. Did you ever jerk off in their house? Of course he did. Come on. Don't you think about it. could have gone years without jerking off. I probably didn't have to. I had a girlfriend. Oh, my God. No, you weren't. No, you know. After a while, you weren't doing it I probably it did. It was where I lived. So yeah. Where did you, you do were. it? You didn't have the same bed. bedroom with her, right? No. So you lived with her and had your own room? Yes. That was very weird. Did you bring the porno? The whole setup was a scenario. Did you bring the porno mag to this house and hide it somewhere? Did I? (laughs) I may have. I feel like you must have. (laughs) You may have. Wow, this is a long podcast, huh? Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Well, I think that's it. Let's get some business stuff out of the way real quick. Mystery boxes have started shipping and are continuing to ship. Um, yeah, a lot of people seem pretty stoked on theirs. I think some cool stuff. And then, uh, Thank You EP is out now, but we're waiting on the, the most exclusive variant, right? Yep, I'm that'll still be. For those to come in. That should hopefully be in this week. Yeah. A little bit of a delay on those. But I think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> okay. Is that I think what you just said, Schultz? Yeah. I was yawning. Oh, it's okay. been a long podcast. Wow. Oh, okay. So I think the, the rest of those have shipped, though. So, yeah. Cool. That's it. If business. Yep. Yep. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, Happy holidays everybody. Hope you had a great year. We'll chat year. with you next week. See ya. Peace.